and a top top So I keep my head low, I come and go The boys who are always swimming with the big fish Knock on the doors, too many no's They don't see what I'll be chilling in the big leaves no. Today we're chilling and spilling some beans with Ndombi Gaisne Moyo, aka Ndombi, a New York-based Zimbabwean stylist, model, and film and fashion creative director, who is basically killing it in her very own multifaceted <laughs> way. Ndombi, <laughs> welcome. Hi, is the pronunciation <laughs> correctly for me? Thank you. <laughs> you know, we have to do it right. We have yes, to do it right. I'm so used to hearing all types of versions, so this is nice. <laughs> Trust me, I, I understand, I relate. I also have a complicated name and I'm tired of him butchering it, so it? <laughs> I had to I do know. right by you. <laughs> what can we do, honestly? It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> So, where does this interview find you today? How's it been your right. day? What are you up to? Um, you know, the day's just starting, so I literally just had breakfast. Um, it's sunny outside, it's a Sunday, so it's nice, but I do have to work today, so it's not really weekend vibes, but it's cool. We get yeah. the coins. <laughs> Gotta secure you know. the bag, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, basically... Anyone who has questions about fashion, you know, shows, photo shoot styling, what, 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 what you know, the whole <laughs> shabab, Dombi is like the Jill of our <laughs> trades and she is going to tell us all oh. about it. But, 
before we get right into it, can you give us a bite size of who Dombi is, your background, and like what you all okay, about? Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, obviously, I'm Dombi Dice Moyo. I am. Uh, where do I even begin? <laughs> it's so hard to like <laughs> summarize life. I guess I'm someone that's lived in quite a few places and traveled, but born in Bulawayo. Um, and then I moved mm-hmm. over to Australia at the age of like 11. And I spent like 15 years there. While I was like obviously traveling for work and stuff. But I spent, you know, like a good portion okay. of, my, of my life there. And, you know, now having re- relocated to New York, um, seeing how this side of the world is living, it's like a completely different change. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm a creative. Yeah. I'm someone that makes visuals and works with, you know, commercial brands um filmmakers artists um yeah i kind of i feel like that's the the easiest nice. way to summarize it i'm someone that's kind of like behind the scenes on some visuals um and outside of that i'm yeah. just like someone who likes to have a good time there just you know <laughs> all day <laughs> the, vibe. the vibe must you be know. correct <laughs> <laughs> so how did you kind of get started in fashion and like what was the whole influence and inspiration behind getting into that kind of industry right. and how long right. have you been there um mm. i guess fashion was kind of accidental prior to that i kind of you know i started this like health school with my friend bruce and then mm-hmm. you know we were setting it up it was meant to be like a disability school blah 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 you know the the responsible route <laughs> Um, yeah, <laughs> we were like getting ready to launch that, buying equipment, you know, getting teachers on board and all this stuff. And I was like, "Look, Bruce, um, <laughs> I just think I just need like a little, just a year <laughs> off, just to go and just, you know, just live for a little yeah. bit." Because you know, you've been studying for all these years. I just finished my uni degree at the time, and I was like, "I just need to go breathe mm. for like one year. Just give me one year to go breathe." After like. I never, never came, came back, came back. Obviously, <laughs> obviously. I was like, to this day, I'm so sorry. So I'm always like apologizing at every chance I can because, you know, that was the plan. That was our plan. That was, uh, but yeah. I was like, you know what? It's cool. <laughs> um, it's, cool. it's cool. We move. We, we move. move. And he's also moving. I'm sure he's got other business partners and so forth now. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so I basically went and worked at a fashion studio. Like, fashion was always like, a fun little outlet like most people <clears throat> i worked in like fashion mm-hmm. stores i prior to that i worked in a fashion store for like seven years you know since throughout my whole high school okay. throughout my university i was working in a fashion store um and with them mm-hmm. i did like stock control i did i was a um i managed the store at one point can you imagine <laughs> managed the store. Mm-hmm. You know, levels I, managed, um, I, did, I just did random things I did visual merchandising, just the, um, you know, working with it. Mm. It's not really, really within that fashion scene. I think it does give you just a back understanding yeah. of some sort. I think there's, I think there's some things I definitely learned from there. Even just like, even just dressing people in the changing rooms for like so many years. Like there's just that communication mm. around just talking about clothing that I feel like I gained from yeah. them. Um, and then so I just worked in a fashion studio and I always had a dream to like one day have a magazine at the time and I was like yeah. let me just see how this is and I was working at the studio and we were curating all these 
um, photo shoots, all these commercials were being shot there and stuff. And I'd always be looking at the garments and I'd be like, what are these people wearing? Like, this is, <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, um, I was just out of necessity. I was like, you know what? Let me just go pick up a few things. And I talked to like the owner and I was like, let me just go pick up a few things and like get this together. And it just started naturally yeah. like that. I just started dressing people on shoots, dressing people on shoots. And it was associated with the company, right? So that was going well. Yeah. And then people started asking me outside of work, oh my gosh, can you dress me for this? Oh, we've got a show. Can you dress our artist? Oh, we've got a commercial. Can you work on this like one of the biggest commercials i got first was um a commercial for champion which was cool and then um music videos Mm. kicked off from there and it was more so like trying to juggle working with the studio and working for myself because i was working before and after work and weekends and then eventually Mm. i just had to like quit the studio because i was getting you know i was getting money outside i was getting a lot of work and it just grew that way yeah Nice, but then I want to know what your parents said about all this because (laughs) you know we have African parents who want to see us as lawyers and doctors and bankers. Of course, and mine were no different. (laughs) But what I did was like, Mm. you know, even in general, going to school, I kind of used to think a bit different. Like I hated going to school. Like I was just like, this (laughs) is. mm -mm." (laughs) It's just. Waste a man's time. I could be doing you something more fun. I mean, I, I mean it from the perspective of sometimes when you're young, you have that fire inside you where you're like, oh my gosh, I have these yeah. ideas now. I have this fire and energy right now, which you might not have by the time you can do that stuff at like, you know, 25, 30. Yeah. You might not have that energy anymore, you know? So I always mm. felt like I was just wasting my just my energy <laughs> as much as like i'm yeah. grateful for my degree i'm grateful for the you know the knowledge that i can lean on every day on a business perspective i study business and like i still mm-hmm. i still you know rely so much on that knowledge and i'm grateful for it but um yeah <laughs> i hated it you know that's a conversation that should really yeah. be had the fact that the school system is so set in exactly. old ways and it's so sad. They should offer like a lot of things exactly. from a young age. Those people already know I'm into sports. Exactly. Those people already know I'm into fashion. I'm into they should offer those kind of things whilst also offering like other exactly. things that are but like, you know what I'm grateful for? I'm you know, grateful so that, that I was even able to mm-hmm. start working early. I started working at fourteen. If you think of like kids in Zimbabwe yeah. and stuff, they don't start working till after university. You know what I mean? That's so true. if you compare that, that's a way worse a spectrum in my perspective because you don't even learn how to deal with yeah. money, how to be independent. You're yeah. not independent, so, exactly. Can't save because it's not exactly. like you make your own money. So, so you, you know, mm. it's that kind of thing. But um, yeah, so school was kind of annoying. Then yeah. I was like to myself, okay, cool, shop. I'll give them this degree once I'm done and I'll be like free of like <laughs> the responsibilities, you know? So I like, I struggled, yeah. I was like, oh, hated it, hated it, hated it. And it's not that I was like, I was an intelligent person. I just knew I just wanted to be doing other things with my time. And yeah, I, like you, you wanted your brain to be exactly something while else. I had the energy, because I can just literally, even as I am right now, I can feel that in a couple of years, maybe, maybe I'll start to like, be like <laughs> ah, okay, cool. <laughs> What's next? You know? 
yeah um, mm. so then i gave them my degree and i was like hey cool you guys got your degree i hope you're happy um i gotta go like <laughs> i'm out like I'm out. honestly so after that they really couldn't say much because they always said ah just finish just finish school just finish your university and you can do whatever you want the world is yours and i was like uh-huh so mm. yeah so when i started going to obviously they dreamt of me climbing the corporate ladder and so forth and i started working in the yeah. studio and they kept saying i kept saying to them okay just for one year oh just two years yeah <laughs> and then they were like girl and it became seven years. what is going on you're okay whatever and they just had to accept it like for so long they didn't even know how to describe what i do my mom people would be like oh my gosh we saw your daughter on tv we saw blah 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 and she'd be like yeah she does art <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? mean? Exactly. No, exactly. I mean what I and say. then all these people would come to my parents and be like, "Oh, your daughter's doing all this. Your daughter's doing all this." And they're so used to just being like, "Hey, come back and do this. Come back and do this." <laughs> so it's slowly, I think, yeah. the approval of outside is what really turned them to like being on board you know what i mean okay yeah because they really weren't listening yeah. to me it's other people saying to them oh we see what your daughter's doing blah 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 mm. so how would you describe your own personal style mm. in two words? dramatic um mm-hmm. moody because it really depends on my mood um and bougie often often bougie <laughs> ah, you're right that is so true <laughs> we like a little luxury touch once in a while <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what's the biggest misconception that people have about your field and your job i know you just touched on it mm-hmm. with your parents where they kind of didn't know how mm-hmm. to describe yeah. what you do but what's one other big misconception that everyone I has think about people what you do think styling is like this glamorous life right they think you just waltz into these showrooms and you just la 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 picking out garments and you just there's actually so much until you're at a point where you just have a gazillion assistants like now i have assistants mm. that i work with but there was many years that i worked by myself right and i would literally be lugging yeah. all these garments like heavy things like almost straining my back carrying all these garments like back and forth from shoes mm. and like just like the actual the lifting of all these things you know people people don't think yeah. about that they just think okay cool these garments all magically are up here in this room appear, you know what i'm saying like some, some fittings you have mm. a room full of racks and clothes and shoes and stuff all that stuff has to be transported there and it has to be transported back and has to be transported to wherever you're shooting and returned to showrooms or designers mm. and there's that kind of aspect to it obviously commercial work and all these other jobs you just have you know you have assistance build towards the whole job and project but you know yeah. as a younger stylist at the time i remember really having so much like hard work like physical hard work mm. man like <laughs> It gets better with time, obviously. Like manpower, it gets better with time as you get help. But mm-hmm. I will never forget those years of yeah. just like, whoo, I'm suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Okay, but then yes, at least now you're exactly. in a better space, and so and you still have to happy. put in some work sometimes, though. You know, 
because sometimes it's literally mm. just faster to do things yourself. Some jobs you, especially if you're yeah. internationally, you might not have access to like your usual assistance and stuff overseas. So you, there are yeah, times true. when you have to put in work, and that's that. You know. So mm-hmm. being in the fashion industry. I mean, you've been super, super successful in all your different thank facets. You, I must say, you. congratulations yes, first. <laughs> we see you, girl. Yeah, doing you. it for all of us, though. You know what I mean? We're all doing it for each other. So, yeah, yeah, true. And I mean, you have like such a huge following, and you have styled and worked with some very big names in the entertainment industry. I mean, just to mention a few, you know, Jungle Pussy, Sampa, yes. and you know, it's a, it's yes. a whole catalog. What do you think it is about you and your style and your personality that attracts all these people to say, okay, we want to work with you? Um, Not even right. just about your talent, but about I you. Think, I think it's also that I'm like a mix between a hardworking person and a person that's like super carefree. Um, because yeah. I think within the music space, these are normal people. These are people that are like just trying to have a good time trying to not be stressed so like if you just always you are yourself and your vibe and you don't get um you don't get starstruck like i don't look at celebrities and think oh my gosh you know what i mean i'm like "Uh uh-uh yeah exactly and i think a lot of people can be like clout heavy so i'm really not about yeah i'm not about i'm just here for like a good time i'm here to dress some people i'm here to collect my check and i keep it moving you know and i feel like Mm. that energy kind of translate and then myself wherever i go you know what i mean i still play like i play our music wherever yeah. i'm at like <laughs> i've seen that i've exactly. seen you playing i'm a piano and gum yeah. okay those scenes that exactly. i'm like thank you putting you just it gotta out be to the yourself world because yeah. that's what's special about us like other people i can't i can't be yeah. them you just have to be you and you know people will see that authenticity I think, yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> Just to touch on your style, which is always Thanks, on girl. point. I mean, I've never seen an outfit on you that I, I'm like, <laughs> that was a message. This must be too soon. No. Who knows? One day you <laughs> message me and be like, ah, sis, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Today honestly, I saw a mistake. <laughs> so where do you get your your sense of style um, and I think from? For me, you know, I'm a bigger, curvy, scandalous woman. Um, so basically, mm. it was about dressing in a way of, you know, feeling good and feeling confident, you know, because society kind of makes it feel like big women can't, you know, you know, participate yeah. in that world. It makes us feel like we don't have mm. access to things. So I was always just trying to like, no, I'm big, but I'm still going to like dress however the hell I feel good and look good. And I'm going to find those things um, yeah. curated for my body. So it was more so, yeah, just like really striving to not be taken out of that narrative just because I'm a bigger girl. So I would hunt down yeah. things that made me feel good and nice. look good. Um yeah and obviously now fashion the fashion world's getting mm. a little bit better there's more access but back in the day there really wasn't cool modern things for like plus size girls at all yeah yeah that's true so what are some tips that you can give mm-hmm. um women with curves on making a name for themselves and like just what they can expect when diving into an industry well i think like now that because we're in the internet like day and age it's just everyone has access now yeah you know, anyone anywhere so just literally i feel like taking photos of yourself putting yourself 
in the in the internet space you know just taking up space in mm-hmm. that regard looking good making cool content making cool videos and so forth people will see you people will support that you know if it's good just make yeah. good quality yeah. stuff and you can literally you could be in one part of the world where no one is anywhere near you but you can have access to so many people and they will find you like Mm. For my story, like with how I'm kind of working a lot in the States right now, a director found me yeah. while I was in Australia and she was following me for like a really long time and I had no idea. She was following me for a long time and I came to New York for a holiday and she was like, oh my gosh, you're in New York. Mm. Oh my gosh, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was like, excuse me, <laughs> hi, <laughs> who is this, you know? And I didn't even realize, <laughs> Jiggy Jiggy next week, yeah. I'm getting emails, they're like, hey, cool, can you please come style this whole Z music video? And whole Z is this, like, I don't, do you know whole Z? She's, yeah. And then, boom, I know Halsey, the next yeah. day, I was in LA um, dressing whole Just like that. And that's all from a director watching just me like online. That. And I had no idea. I would really just be in Australia mucking mm. around, playing around and just living my life. But people are always watching. Yeah. Yeah. That is so true. Okay, going back to <laughs> your talent itself. Late last year, yes. you worked with, uh, with Megan. Yes. Megan is the stallion on yes. her video for Body. So, paint a picture for us. How was that experience? It was How wild. did it all come together? It was wild. We shot that whole video mm. in one day one really 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 long day exactly long with a lot of people um i styled 30 outfits for the video um so it was just insane and i had i think two days to prepare for it um Mm -hmm. so it was just like a whirlwind honestly but it was so much fun like it was just like you know meg just wants to have a good time um, all the artists that were there just yeah. wanted to like they were drinking they were partying in the back it was just like a big party even though we're working they're just trying to have like a good time but that energy <laughs> you know transcends to everyone yeah um so besides being super exhausted it was just like an incredible experience you know it was so much fun it was, it was so much fun, fun. and yeah. this amazing um producer whitney really like looked out for me on that because she was mm. like oh my gosh come like you need to come for this job blah 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 blah, blah. and she just made it all happen you know mm. yeah so that nice. was fun hey you're girl. living the life ups and downs though ups and downs you are your ass best believe y'all don't see me on social media when it's a down day so best believe there's down days too but mm. a lot of ups which I'm grateful yeah. for but there's also down days too yeah yeah so you also do some giving back to your community yeah. back home yeah so do you want to tell us a bit about your initiative how you came up with it and what it's um, about so and how the last thing you? that's happened back home was um when there was the water crisis and it was more so like all these yeah. places just had no access to clean water and i have you know, my sister's back there right now and she was just telling me just how bad it was. She was feeling it herself and it's like, you're, mm. you know, like you're really just watching our communities just like really struggling and no one stepping in. Um, I heard of all these ladies in the UK yeah. that were like fundraising and putting money together to go build some poor holes and I was like, okay, cool, bet. Um, 
so initially i was meant to like mm. sort of raise money and sort of contribute with them but their system seemed a little bit more complicated and i was like okay cool i can just raise this money and send it off and you know like oversee to at least two yeah. being built um and that was a process because it's like it's such a thing to be like oh my gosh hey guys i know you, most of you that follow me have never been to this place called Bulawayo. like <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> But yeah, exactly. this is what's but this happening. Is what's happening. You guys donate a little bit of yeah. your funds, you know, because you know something in Australian dollars mm. or US dollars converted to back there would just, you know, it goes so far. And I mean, obviously it's they use US yeah. dollars anyway. Goes a long way. But um, yeah, so I started just mm. raising money little by little, and it was really, really tough, man, to get done because um, yeah, the, the people, obviously the the people that were building you know you can imagine just building something back home you know even just the digging process yeah, was yeah. just it was it so time, time consuming and... so inefficient so frustrating mm. constantly just calling constantly hey what's the update ah these people have la la <laughs> like it was just oh my goodness <laughs> yeah they didn't come today and i was always getting like, my sister to go check and just be like see that there's progress they took a long break with COVID. Mm. They took, like just so much nonsense and just, but that's just the reality of life there, right? Mm. So basically, now I'm like waiting True. to be able to travel True. back there. I'm hoping to go there in September, and then I can do like a video yeah. showing people of like all the good that's been done and like the access to where the boreholes are and to like it's being overseen by this pastor. Yeah. There who's like taking care of it and making sure that communities have access so i can't wait to go there and like see it for myself and you know have like a bigger larger thank you because covid kind of interrupted then i couldn't really go back at the time but yeah so that's cool and i I hope to do more we also donated sanitary products for um just a few people mainly like magwegwe area and makandeni but i really would love to do more especially with that because just talking to girls and hearing just how they're still finessing that is just so heartbreaking you know and for us out here it's like Mm, it's a no-brainer we have access to pads and tampons easy you know it's just not fair yeah yeah Yeah. it's sad it's sad so how can we how can we and well i think now i would like to especially with going back in September, October, I just want to do like a big sanitary products Mm. drive, you know, and just go. So anyone that can donate, whether it's like if they're coming from SA or donate money, um, I can send a link and we can all Mm. just like put money together and just like have, there's all these volunteers that volunteered at the time of the, the borehole. So I have them who can like disperse all these products around. And I want to be there to just like, you know really just see the good it's doing as well so that's that's at the forefront just because i feel like yeah. this is such a big need and so heartbreaking that women are going through that obviously the water crisis is still is still yeah. there as well True. like that's something that's not finished so yeah really need to brainstorm on just like mm-hmm. better and more efficient ways to help with the water situations yeah yeah and the link that you're talking yes. about i think i'm going to put it in the description box below okay cool so that people Sounds can good. access it and yeah, honestly we do honestly, some good it's just we it's it's us that yeah. have to come together to yeah. just like push and you know sometimes something as small as like 
fifty dollars for you. You know, it just goes so far. Yeah, it goes a long way for someone back home to do it. It goes a long way. Yeah. So yes. okay, on the lighter side of life, how do you unwind and like maintain that balance in personal um, between personal well, and for work? For me life? personally, work is definitely also play. <laughs> if I was to be honest, <laughs> I, exactly. I try it's the best of both worlds. I am whatever I'm doing, um, and. I think that mentality means I never get, you know, stressed out. I never get burnt out. I never get because I'm genuinely having a good time. But if I'm ever not working, um, you know, yeah. you know, chill vibes. I like a good music spot. I like a little, a little mimosa here and there. I like, you know, what I'm saying. I like the vibes. I like yeah. the vibes. I like to just have my homies around and just like just have a good time. Music is always the, the yeah. key, though, you know. There is no vibe without music. Exactly. You cannot. So, before we go, is there anything on the horizon for Dombi? <laughs> Must we be looking out for something? Right. I mean, are we ready for you? <laughs> so, I don't want to be sued. I, okay. I end up getting sued out here. But um, there's cool things happening. Um, I know I'm jumping on to... I'm filming a movie at the end of this month, which would be really cool. So that's a project that's going to go on for three months. Um, so like movies, movies are cool. Mm. They just go on for so long and it means you're just in one world for so long. Whereas I'm used to like, you know, commercials, music yeah. videos and, you know, um, even TV shows where it's like, where you can do many things where, at the like, same all time. Over the but place, yeah. I'm really going to be stuck in this whole one world for like a little while. But I'm excited. It's going to be beautiful. Um, mm. And then there's other things just, you know, just here and there. <laughs> You know, watch the space. We're watching the space. We're watching the space. I'm also taking a little mini break, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I'll come yeah, back harder. You know, people must rest. People yeah. must rest. Exactly. But um, people this was so rest. much fun. Yeah. I'm so honored to be on this. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure. And before you go, do you have any advice for upcoming fashion stylists, for like mm. aspiring creators and models? You know. Just give them <laughs> some famous last words um, to take with them. You're so funny. Um, I would basically be like, do the work. You know what I mean? A lot of people kind of feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get mm. discovered. Like, just like that, whatever. Do the work, bro. Like, do the work all day. It's like, not a movie. Just watch too many Disney movies. Like, you do have the to work. work for it. Like, before anyone <laughs> can approach you, they need to be a body of work that they can be amazed by when they find you right it's not up to them to build this for you there's so many people that have like especially models that just like naturally just stunning but like be going on shoots be putting together tfp photo shoots for yourself and like do amazing work before anyone else can even help you so that they see what's already being made you know stylists be creating shoots models be creating shoots with designers and people sometimes have that mentality of oh I can't do that because I'm not getting paid for it and that's where they get the wrong idea like yeah exposure is necessary at some point Australia was so much easier it's even harder watching how things are in America because there's so many stylists here that have assisted for like 
eight years you know what i mean like they put in so much time and they have no mm. they know mm. that that's what it takes they just like they do the work they don't complain they're not prideful about it um you know i, I didn't have the same route i just jumped straight yeah. into it but there's other people that really just be working for so little for so long because they love the craft and they're learning and gaining the expertise but like yeah just do the work yeah yeah i mean nothing good ever comes easy anyway so (laughs) yeah don't be thank you so much this has been awesome you yeah, too. Yeah, I wish you all the best on all your future endeavors. Yes, You'll be and keep killing it. I must. I must listen to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stay blessed. Stay okay, beautiful. Bye. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to that lovely catch-up that we just had with Ndombi. The track at the beginning is Phone Collar by Tammy, and I'm leaving you guys with Lovers and Best Friends by Disciples of House, featuring Azana. Do check out the link in the description if you want to get involved in Dombi's initiative and donate some money or get involved in any other way. Otherwise, thank you so much from your being with the biggest love.